haven't done this in a long time. Welcome to another episode of I Want to Know. I'm really excited about this. And, oh, I should say who's with me. Olivia is with me. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm seriously so out of practice. I don't know how to do this anymore. Uh, I, but I, I, I barely know how to it. talk to people in real life, so. <laughs> Much less people on the internet who you don't know are listening and who may or may not tell you after they've listened to the episode like three months before that. To be determined. <sighs> yeah, because when you look at their your anchor statistics, you don't actually know who anyone is. They just kind of give you a vague example. I was really excited to see that for a while, because uh, it shows you certain demographics, I have male and female. And then pretty soon, I got a little sliver that was non-binary slash other. And I was like, all right, here Diversifying I go. the audience. I, I'm a little more inclusive than I thought. Not that I'm not trying to be. That sounds bad. You understand. I was smelling what you were stepping in. Hopefully other people do too. Anyways, did you know that this is your third time on my show? Oh my gosh, it is. Because I was there with, with Chelsea. Yeah, and that was this very second episode, I want to say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Wild. and then we did the marketing episode last season. And now here we are. I'm a vet, baby. Oh, yeah. We're here to talk about your, ex- it sounds like, extensive budgeting journey. Because I feel like we've been, like, budgeting nerds, like, like money things. Like, we've been tossing things back and forth and, like, have both experimented quite a lot. So, you can confirm whether that is not true with my very first question. What's your, rela- what's your relationship history with money? Interesting. I mean... I, my sister used to give me so much crap when I was in high school because I'd spend all of my paychecks on food. She's like, we literally have a pantry, we have a kitchen, and I would use it to get food. And Like your own snacks? Yeah, just to go get fast food. <laughs> my sister was just like, this is so dumb. What are you doing? And I was like, it's my money. Don't get in my face about it. So then when I finally came off to college, I really had to make my own decisions with money. And thankfully, when I was in college, I was still being supported partially by my parents. And so I didn't have to worry too much about finances. But then towards the end of college, that's when stuff gets really fun because you're like, oh, I have to start paying big kid bills. Mm. I have tried everything from I had a little ledger that I like. Physically, and this is when I first had a bank account when I was in high school, I would write down all of my transactions in this little ledger so I could keep That's track incredible. of my budget. And that was... I love that. My, that was not my original decision. My mom's like, here, here you go. And then was I it tried like super to, old school? Yeah. It's like an old ledger. And before that, when I was little, my mom gave me this little box that was separated into like two little boxes one was for tithe and one was Mm. for savings (laughs) i had baby jars baby baby jars baby food jars 
I, I still yeah. thought, I, I still caught on to that. The yeah. baby jars. Thank you. And, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. So I've done the physical budget envelopes. I've used mint.com. I have used spreadsheets, varying types of spreadsheets. And I have mm. found that I really like Excel. But also, I probably don't need to be that intense. Because I don't like to keep track of all my transactions. Mm. It's something that I'm trying to get a little more used to so I can actually see what I'm spending my money on. Mm-hmm. But I tried through my bank. They had a way that you can kind of like budget. Um, that didn't work particularly well either. So I have used that that feature and it is incredibly clunky. I it don't really know is. I thought it would be why much they rolled better. It out, honestly. <laughs> they really should reel it back, um, is what they should do. And so I've tried so many different things. I think over the years, mostly for the purpose originally of just being able to pay my big kid expenses, like paying my phone bill and paying for groceries and my rent and things like that. And then as things progress that I'm like, oh, I forget that I have yearly things that happen. Like, oh, yeah. so now the system that I'm currently using. Mm, tell me more. If, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't really know how the internet works. And if I can say, I mean, we're not sponsored. I'm technically an ambassador. So go ahead. Say the things. Nice. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, all of the people in between, I'm using YNAB, which is short for. What does that stand for? Oh, thank you. You need a budget. It's true, people. And listen, <laughs> um, I'm one of those people who I get really gung-ho about stuff. So when I go in, I go all in and sometimes to my detriment. So Ooh, I need I need to put in a little disclaimer right here. I know I just said I became a YNAB ambassador. And if anybody listening also sees my other content, there's been a lot of YNAB content. And you might be thinking, oh, that's why, that's why there's been a lot of YNAB content. And that is true because when I first got invited like a week ago, got a little overzealous and made a lot of content. Um, and now I've chilled out a little bit. And now I'm making this episode. <laughs> that being said, I've been meaning to make this episode for a very long time. Because... One, like I said, we go back and forth talking about money stuff all the time, I feel like. And I'm always interested in what you're up to. Because uh, uh, contrary to what could possibly be popular belief, I don't need everyone in the world to have YNAB. I just need them to have a budget that gives them financial freedom. Which is typically some semblance of what I know as the YNAB methodology People who don't use YNAB, but like, in my opinion, like know what they're doing. Like I like respect like where they're at and everything. I, you know, that we talk about the four rules as YNAB puts it and they're like, oh yeah, I've been doing that. Like, that's exactly what I do. Maybe they use a spreadsheet. Maybe they do something else, but like, that's essentially what they do with their money. So all this to say, this is not a YNAB ad. This is 
just somebody's story to maybe give you a little more hope for your life because money's a big, huge deal and it's super stressful. So, okay. So should have said at the beginning, please continue. <laughs> so tried a lot of different things. Um, and some of them really overwhelmed me because I was like nickel and penny and diming every single thing sometimes. And then other times that would overwhelm me so much that I would then do too much spending. I just, it's this weird relationship between wanting to be in control of your finances, but also you don't want to be at a point where you feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck, you know? Yeah. And so I told myself, because I've tried a variety of different things that I wanted to try, because I know that you love YNAB. I sure do. And you've liked it for a hot second. And so oh, I yes, thought November to myself... 2017, I believe. <laughs> Very oddly specific. Who's counting? <laughs> Not me. Well, one of my um, budget files is named... It, like I named my budget files after like how many like the like the time frame, and so it's start it's like November twenty seventeen to like something twenty twenty probably December. So that's the only reason I know. Oh, I have questions about budget files. Oh, okay. But I will finish my thought. Bonus episode. <laughs> yes. Um. So wanted to try out Wineab. Because I've been trying a lot of different things and I know how much you really like it. And I like that it's got an app interface. So something simple, something that connects to my bank so it can, I can physically input transactions, but also it can use those transactions for me as well. And one really cool thing that I was a big fan of is this concept of being able to plan ahead. Mm -hmm. I put in some different like categories some different things like I put in my car registry, my car tabs. I always forget that it's coming due in October. Same. And every time I'm like, great, now I have to dish out $100 from somewhere. But <laughs> yep. this this has been cool so far. Just like I want to take a vacation at this certain time. Like I know I have to put so much money away each month in order to save up for something. But this I think has been really cool because I can save up for something that's a ways away. Mm -hmm. And it also provides some kind of helpful things with debt. I like that it gives you some guesstimates like, hey, if you pay this much extra, this is how much sooner you'll pay it off. Like it puts all of these different pieces into one spot. So that way I can have like a full grasp on my finances. I know all of my physical money I have. I know all of the debt that I have all in one spot. I don't like seeing my net worth. I will tell you that, but that's because I've got student <laughs> loans, baby. Me neither. <laughs> now, after we bought a house, I was like, oh, net worth. Yay. And then we bought a house and have this massive loan now. And I'm like, oh, my net worth is not my human worth. <laughs> I have to remind myself of that. And it's real hard. It kind of is. Yeah. But yeah, and I'm really so far loving the flexibility that I have because I used to be really hard on myself. I was like, you spend too much money or you shouldn't be spending money at all. Like you have, I have like that mm -hmm. college broke mentality where I'm like, I have to buy Top Ramen for the rest of the week. I was like, no, I super don't have to do that. 
mm-hmm. because I'm an adult and I can spend my money the way I'd like to, but it's helping me learn to prioritize. Yes. If you do want to buy ramen, though, you get, I think it's 58 packs at Costco for $9.39. It comes to like 19 cents a pack. It's incredible. Hmm. And this is a separate kind of money thing. I could do a whole show about Budget Bites, but she's one of my favorite uh, food bloggers because she prioritizes. She like balances taste and price. She's a nutritionist, but was also a college student at one time. So understands that. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So she has a lot of fun, like dress up your ramen recipes. Oh, but you said something you like about YNAB is that it helps you plan ahead. I completely agree. I think when some people hear planning ahead, what they're actually thinking of is forecasting. Have you gotten into like that section of YNAB yet? Okay. Would you like to explain the difference? So I feel like I that's really helpful. Huge fan of this. <laughs> so, like for example, for me, um, I get paid twice a month for my work, and I'm never a hundred percent sure of what I'm going to be getting. So I'm kind of when I make a budget, I was like, I guess I'm roughly getting this amount each month. Sometimes I know that I'm gonna get a little bit more, sometimes a little less, but I'm just guesstimating on all of these things. So f- from what I understand, forecasting is like planning for a potential as opposed to utilizing what you currently have and planning with that. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem comes when people are like, well, I'm getting paid in however many days, so I'll just buy this now. And and then before you know it, you've spent your whole paycheck in a week because you haven't seen those physical dollars leave your account. Yeah. And it's so... It's so that's so interesting because I have been forever with my budgeting. I'm always forecasting for everything. I'm guessing Mm -hmm. about how much I'm going to be getting. And I think that is dangerous personally for me to be guessing how much I'm getting paid because if I maybe one month get sick and I'm actually going to have to get a much smaller paycheck, how Mm -hmm. am I going to adjust for that? And with YNAB, it's been really interesting that I, I've watched a lot of like their video courses. Um, mm-hmm. but Hannah's hilarious. Love. <laughs> I love her so much. She, <laughs> and She's like your exact vibe too. <laughs> she 100%. 100%. But it's been cool. Like I like that they kind of focus. One of the big things that I really like about YNAB is that they're super big on, especially, I don't know what all of the rules are. I know that there are rules and little bits and pieces, but I love (laughs) how they're like always talking about focusing on what your priorities are. What are your goals and readjusting? Because I had such a rigid I still kind of do have this rigid mindset of I have to spend this exact amount of dollars and I would feel bad when I overspend, but then I try to still spend it just, this feels a lot more gentle in a weird way. Mm. And that's something that I've. Tell me what's weird about it. It's. I mean, and, and this question is very important to me because 
when I started using MindApp, I was like, this is a dream. All this makes sense to me. I like went to a couple workshops and basically, except for like a, a handful of different concepts that I have grasped over the years, uh, it almost like it like 90% just like clicked with me pretty quickly. And I know that that is not even close to most people's experience. So when you say it, it feels gentle in a weird way. Tell me more about that. So one of the very first things that was super weird to me is you can, you can move the money around. You don't have to like something that I've done with my YNAB is like at the very top, I put like my big priorities, like my rent. I need to make sure that I have, and it has the due dates. So also like I can calculate, Hey, I know I'm getting paid on this date, so I'm going to put some money that I currently have into this category and I can I can move things around and because I can readjust my priorities based mm-hmm. off of what is authentic to me in that moment. Like I have spent a lot of money on eating out. I will be very honest. I have passed my original budget. Budget? Budget? Budget. <laughs> for the month and Um, We are literally on the 11th of February. So I looked at that first, shamed myself a a little bit for a couple of minutes. But then was like, okay, that's okay. It's fine that we overspent in this particular area. Then it forces me to think maybe I should reconsider how I'm allocating my money and that maybe I should increase my eating out budget. If that's something that just works for me, maybe Mm -hmm. I should increase it. Like, so that's something that I've really liked about YNAB is the flexibility that it's offered because I have always like, I had like six different checking and savings accounts. And I was like, this one's for rent. This one's for spending. This one's for saving. Mm. This one's for student loans. And so I'd have automatic transfers set up to go to this account and here, and then I'd move things around. And now I just have my checking, my savings. I personally have an account for my student loan payments because I like to keep that separate. It gives me a little bit of a visual because I want to make sure that I don't accidentally take money from my checking account. It's very like intentional that when I make my payments, they're coming from a certain account. It's just something that kind of makes me feel yeah. calm in a sense. Yeah. But I, with the app, none of my money in the, the accounts really change much, but I'm already deciding where everything is going to go. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Would you agree that it's basically like the digital version of the envelope system? I would say yes. I think it's very, very... No, I would say exactly like the envelope system. I like the concept of the envelope system, and I Mm -hmm. tried to do it for a while, but personally had difficulties with going to the bank and pulling out money and it's become we're living in such a digital age that while sometimes I like to have cash on hand Mm -hmm. it's not always really reasonable and there's some places that won't accept cash they only will take cards so 
that was more so earlier on in the pandemic where they're like, hey, we're not super mm, doing right. cash. Right. I, I, was, I was expecting you. I do this terrible thing where I like, if anyone pauses, I like finish their sentence for them in my head. And then if it's different, I'm like, wait, what? And I have to like go back and be like, what do they actually say? I was thinking of like how some places only take cash, like certain food trucks um, mm-hmm. or like older older businesses that like you can you don't know have they have square that up. really old cash regi- cash register and you're like they don't oh, have this a square up been here since 1925 huh <laughs> right they don't have square <laughs> okay anyways uh it's good to know that you think that too because i like i said i don't math is I, 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 okay. What am I trying to say? This is not a humble brag. I know I'm incredibly fortunate. Maybe it is a humble brag. I don't know. Um, but I, math is like, I've always loved math. And so money kind of goes hand in hand with that. Um, and so I don't always have like a great, I don't know what the word would be like metric for like reference point for like what's easy about YNAB for most people versus what's easy and nice about YNAB for me. And I've heard one of, like, some of the YNAB content is, oh, yeah, this is just, like, the digital version of the envelope system. But, you know, that's their team. I wasn't sure if that was your experience. And it was what drew me to it because the envelope system was the last thing that I tried before finding YNAB and, like I said, sticking with it for, what, five and a half years now? Or five? Something like that. Yeah. I think... I'm about to come up on my one month with YNAB. I decided that I'm going to try. So I haven't paid for the yearly subscription yet, but I'm going to, it's coming up towards the end of the month. And I've decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to it for a year. See how it goes. If at some point I find it really doesn't work for me, that's okay. See, I'm not great at math personally, but I really love data and numbers not necessarily calculating them myself but finding the formulas <laughs> to do it for me sure. you, you like getting the numbers crunched so that's nice to see that kind of fluctuation of assigning money to certain categories and unassigning it and putting it somewhere else it's this movement of data that's really fascinating to me yeah i think so too yeah and and it's less I, yeah there's there seems to be this conception. Is that the right word? Whatever. People know what I'm saying. That perception, I guess. Seems to be a perception. It's a common misconception. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I just didn't want to use that phrase because I think, I feel like I know where people are coming from when they say like, I don't want to do a budget because it's just going to restrict me. But I feel like that's like the rigid budgeting. Like pe- people think of like rigid budgeting where they're like, I have to stick with these exact numbers, which is the exact opposite of what you were saying about how it's so flexible and how it, you know, life is crazy. Like one of the things they say over and over is there's no such thing as a normal month. And if that's the case, then you need to be able to shift things around on a monthly and sometimes even weekly basis. You have to roll with the punches. 
Exactly, which is rule three. I was thinking, I was and like, I, it's one of the rules. <laughs> and I only, I only have recently brushed up on like what the, th- the what the four rules are in order because I the I got a trial of Kindle Unlimited. I got like a thirty dollar Kindle like Black Friday or something. I love it so much. Not sponsored. And I got <laughs> I got a uh, a Kindle Unlimited trial, and. Somebody had told me that since you love YNAB and are really into this already, and like even if you're not, it's a great place to start, especially like if you don't, if the app doesn't really work for you, like the methodology is like all in that book and you can make it work for you however you want. That's, I think, my favorite thing about it is that if at some point I decide that YNAB doesn't work for me, I think that I'm still going to carry on some of those things over that I should only work with the money that I have right now and still plan still make some plans for how I want to do things but also make sure that I'm spending my money on things that are important to me I'm using my own priorities to figure out how I'm spending my money yeah but continue oh that was pretty much it just like I read the book and he has a whole chapter on like each one of the four rules um I was gonna say something based on what you just said Oh, yes, yes, yes. Is there so they so they just recently, like in the last like year or two, I forget, came out with a monthly subscription option. Is there a reason? I guess like what was your decision process in saying like I'm gonna commit to this for a whole year rather than like I'll commit to this for like a month, like add a month at a month at a time until I'm like convinced that this is my thing. I think part of me it is an investment. <laughs> Sorry it's to cut you off. Of, I just it's no, you're it's, not wrong. It's, it's a little bit of an investment. Um, I partially looked at that and saw, um, because I think because I'm a brand new user, I I don't know if I necessarily got a discount on it, but I noticed that it really is a bit cheaper to do it for a whole year subscription as opposed to monthly. Mm, yeah, and so that kind of was what spurred me to think. Let's do that. Then it also is something that it doesn't necessarily force me to commit, but also it kind of forces me to commit to something. It's saying, I am paying for this for an entire year, and if I don't use it, that's on me. Sure, yeah. Part of it is like keeping myself accountable. I was like, okay, I'm going to pay for Mm -hmm. this for a year, and if I use it, that's the hope, that's the goal. If I don't use it, then I have money out and I tried it and we'll go from there. Yeah. And I'll and, use as many of the resources as I can if I want them. Oh yeah. Which are free. But shout out to the customer service team because they're incredible. I would say like top three customer service I've ever dealt with in my life. Ooh. And I deal with a lot of customer service because in my um, consumer behavior class, I learned that complaining actually helps a business. Because one, they know what they're not getting right. And so they can fix it. And two, when they fix it for you, they have the ability to go above your expectations. So someone who is satisfied just stays satisfied. At the, may say at like a four out of five. But someone who's at like a two goes and complains to the manager or whatever. And then the manager has an opportunity to make it right to the point that 
they're bumped up to a five rather than just like staying at a four. Hmm. I hope that all makes sense. But from then I have complained a lot and have (laughs) vetted a lot of different companies based on like how willing they are to help me because that has a lot to say about their values, I think. And YNAB really has great customer service. So all that to say, if you, so, so you'll pay for the annual subscription and then say three months goes by and you're like, yeah, this isn't working. I found something else. You can go in and say like, Hey, I know I used three months of this, but can I have like a nine month prorated reimbursement? And they'll be like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think we're reaching time. I'm trying to keep myself to a tighter kind of episode. So I have kind of like a twofer question. Okay. What would you say to anyone who's like kind of not happy with their financial situation right now as far as like feeling in control of it? Like what encouragement would you give? Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Because it sounds like you have had some highs and lows and have been places. Oh, yeah. I've had a lot of them. I mean, I would not say that like in my current moment, I feel super financially secure because it's still something that I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to make sure that I've got emergency savings, things like that. It's that um, Mm – because one of my ultimate goals is I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. because that I think – that's not worth it. It's just one of those things. We have such busy lives that why would you stretch yourself so thin when we've already got a lot of stuff going on right now? (laughs) We sure do. Yikes. No, but I would say encouragement is, I think you're probably going to try a lot of things till you get to something that actually works. But there are very few people who get it right on the first try. If so, two claps and you rock. You rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, yeah. That is very wise, I'd say. Is there anything you want to talk about or mention that we didn't get to? I took the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University. I've done it technically twice. <laughs> Did it once when I was younger and later as an adult. And it's so interesting to think like that's kind of how I was raised on finances. And so my brain just was sitting here and I was like to whoever you are out there, just buy yourself a coffee. Don't be so stressed about it. Literally, because yeah. Dave Ramsey is so like, B, don't buy yourself that $5 coffee. Listen, if it brings you some goddamn serotonin, just do it. It's going <laughs> to be okay. It'll probably be okay. Maybe. Yeah, sure, it'll be yeah. okay. My biggest complaint about Dave Ramsey is that he tells you what your priorities are. Which might not be your life. Yes. 
Oh, something cool about YNAB filters is that you can like stack them on top of each other. So, well, I guess not filters, but like search thingies. So what I do at the end of every year is I make sure that I'm only looking at transactions from the previous year. And then I go into Jilly Spending. And then I search hashtag coffee. And then I click on all the trans. I select all the transactions. And it's like, this is how much you spend at coffee shops this year. And it's usually like $500. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm excited to do this for a couple of months so I can see... I can have a better picture of where my money's going because Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work in the past with making budgets, not necessarily tracking every transaction, but saying, Hey, this is how much money I need to spend, which sometimes can be helpful. But for me, I need it to be something that's a little bit more involved. So I'm aware of where my money is going, but also I'm not stressing myself out by going. Good. So I make, I'm excited to see in the next couple months just to figure out how much of my money is going where. And I think that'll be enlightening. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, my eating out category and my spending category are a little bit extravagant. But listen. (laughs) It's your money. I'm rolling with the punches, baby. Oh, yeah. I love you a lot. Thanks for talking to me for an hour and a half. I love you, too. 90 minutes of your your life. 90 minutes of your weekend, you too. It was a good use of 90 minutes. I'm glad. Now I'm going to go back to watching about Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes, you are. Go forth and enjoy your whole weekend. <laughs>